What's good, everybody? It's your boy Jeff, aka Phobia, and I'm here with another episode of Everyone Turns Left During Rush Hour. This week, we have the UK's very own troll, the Mystic Meat Lab. This week, we talk about life, university, the difference between American and UK college, cultural differences, music, and why the hell Meat Lad is such a troll. Like, I kid you not, this guy on Twitter is the biggest troll, but also, he's a fantastic writer, so you gotta check him out. Anyway, I'm Storm. Here we are with another episode this week with the one and only Meat Lad. Recording now, but I'll edit part of this out. This is just the free roll, so. And uh, big news is coming in. Bayern Munich lost on penalties to a second division side in the cup. Oh, shit. That's going to the show. <laughs> Oh, Mines couldn't get it done, but god damn it, <laughs> this second division team did. <laughs> Injected it, man. Thank you. Saving saving 2021, man. 2020. See, what I'm telling people is 2021 is not starting off bad. It's starting mm. off with a lot of shit at once, and then it's going to level out and be a good year. Do, These got to be patient. Yeah, do, do, do people not remember how 2020 started when we thought there was going to be World War Three in week one? Right. And then 2020 turned out fine. Right. 2020, 2020 turned out not fine, but we did almost have World War Three, and then Kobe died like a couple weeks after. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, it's I, uh, I, I feel like you're only focusing on the negatives because I'm like forty percent sure we got a new, uh, you know, uh, bad boys film. What am I talking about? <laughs> I didn't even watch that movie. Why, I, why is that the film that came into my mind? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I was trying to think of something else. Bad Boys is so iconic. You've never watched the films, but you still almost made a reference mm. to Bad Boys. That's crazy. No, no. I've, I've watched Bad Boys 1 and 2, but they came out with another Bad Boys film last oh, year. Oh, yeah. We, we don't talk about that one. At least I don't. Mainly because I haven't seen it, and it's like, I, I don't think I want to watch it, you know? Yeah. I, look, apparently it was good. I probably would enjoy it if I watched it. I won't talk about it just because I haven't watched it yeah yeah it's like those people that you know they they try to uh say a game is great and godlike before the game's announced and then it comes out it's all buggy and not as good as they thought it was you know Uh, cyberpunk talking about you cyberpunk yeah did i did i cough out i meant cyberpunk Um, (laughs) yep are you uh are you an ice cubes in your water kind of man um, take I'm not, I, I, I like ice cubes in my water, you know, like my, my bottle that I take with me, uh, everywhere when I go runs, it always has some ice in it, you know, mm. I'm, I'm a big, cold I'm of, a glacier boy, you know, I'm a glacier boy. Yeah. Yeah. For me, the colder the water, the better, but exactly. I was, I was, I was in the gym, right. And this mate of mine, he goes to my uni. He's like an international level, uh, judo athlete, right. Represents country or whatever. He's oh, Estonian. Damn. And he came up to me. I was filling my water bottle with the, the colder setting, and he says, "You know, um, he says, you know, uh, ice cold water it inflames your throat. It makes it, you know, harder to exercise. But room temperature water is always the best." I said, "Really, really? Thanks for letting me know." I, t- I, I started refilling it with room temperature water. He, he nods, you know, goes off to the showers, but I refill it with ice cold water. <laughs> 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 You're like I'm not gonna. I don't want to cause the smoke and friction in front of him because you know he might actually choke me out. But um, let me go ahead and pour this hot water out and get some yeah. nice cold water in. Yeah, I, 
I, bro, I'm I am ninety kilograms. I do not care what I'm doing, <laughs> whether my water is room temperature or ice cold or not. That's it's like, bro, just just relax. It's not that no, yeah, like, like like I'm gonna have any more trouble doing cardio than I already am. Like if my throat's inflamed, like have you seen me? It's like, bro, like relax. <laughs> Well, well, since we're here, go ahead and let the people know, who who the hell is the Mystic Meat Lad, a.k.a. Donnie, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Glauco Smartwater, a.k.a. <laughs> um, I'm a man of many, many faces, many identities. Um, Future Sheriff uh, Bayless lookalike. Yeah, I'm Skip Bayless from the past, come to the future. Like, I, I might I, use I, that. I might use that cowboy photo as a cover photo for this episode. <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> I, I, I created it for nothing else but you know this sort of behavior. I mean, have, have you ever seen the movie Looper? Yes, I. For, okay, Looper. Went and saw that on my 18th birthday uh, with a girl, and then like a week <laughs> later, she like broke up with me. And then like four years in the future, she got married. And I'm like, damn, it's like that, huh? Okay. All because you took it to see Looper. All because that's I was, crazy. so I think that's why I still haven't rewatched Looper to this day because of that moment. So I've I've never actually watched it, right? But from what I can what I can gather is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt, correct me if I'm wrong by the way, is kind of his weird boyish self. Uh but he's also a time cop and Bruce Willis is there and he's boyish joseph gordon levitt but he's old and terrible which when you think about it they look nothing alike not at all so it's like why i it, it's not even that part of the movie was the, like the least believable of the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> well other than people would spend time in the american midwest yeah but like i mean like to be fair the midwest it's got its charm but it's nothing really mm. like like go, well, go squawk about you know but I mean, like, more like if you if you're a time traveler, that's where you'd go back to. Like, really? You, yeah. you couldn't have killed him when he was in Las Vegas or something. But but I feel like you'd go to the Midwest because the Midwest has literally nothing going on, and it's so easier to get around. And you can just do crimes, and nobody cares. I don't know. Like it, my mate always says, he's the guy in Star Wars who's like, ah, Brooklyn, you're going in too hot. Ah, and he crashes into the Death Star one by one by one. Like Damn. that's that's how I'd want to go. I'd want to if I'm if I have to kill my future self, I'm gonna do it where as much people can see it, as as many people can see it as possible. Because why else? Like yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame how you. Many, how many times do you get to kill yourself, but from the future? Like no one's gonna believe you if it's not on CNN. It do be facts. It do be facts. Sorry, our governor just put out an executive order extending the state of emergency, which apparently COVID goes to bed by eleven oh one p.m. So we gotta like mm. we we gotta like go in, go home and close everything down by eleven. But whatever. But but who is the mystical meat lad? I am. I'm a man of no talents. I. Uh... <laughs> I, I just do my thing, man. I wouldn't I, say I you think... don't have talent. You're, you're a pretty funny dude. You know, you got some don't jokes. Me. You can write. Yeah, you're you're a good that. writer. I try. Yeah, I've, I post articles online, mainly about music. Yeah. Only about music, really. But that's just because I've not gone around to anything else. I, uh, I'm a student. 
so yeah, I am wasting my life. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> I'm, more specifically, I'm a student of politics and international relations, so I'm definitely wasting my life. Thanks it, for asking. It's weird <laughs> because you technically are more qualified than a lot of the members of uh, the House of Representatives right now in the United States. Just by going to college yeah. and getting your degree. I mean, yeah, some of these guys are alive, alive at the same time as like Adolf Hitler, and they're trying to make laws. Like, <laughs> you, you hear Diane Feinstein or whatever; she's uh, put herself in to run for another term, which would take her up to when she's ninety-one years old. Jesus Christ, dude! And That's... her her backroom staff are saying she forgets what meetings are about immediately after they're finished or something like, oh my gosh oh my. imagine like the goal you have to have to say you know what i'm 91 years old and i should still be making laws uh, uh, right I, I gotta ask this because you know everybody on my show is an, been an american you are the first person from the uk that i've had on the show yeah i'm yeah, scheduling I'm, I'm, another I'm person British. from the uk on the show as well but but they live in they live in America for their job. You are mm-hmm. over in the newly Brexited UK. Like, mm-hmm. what is it like observing America the last? I don't know. You can even go last four years of whatever you want to call this. As Joe Biden would say, malarkey we've been going through for since Trump's been in office. So I I like I don't want to I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but it is quite funny. Yeah. No offense. Oh no, I, <laughs> I have to laugh at it to to not like to not mentally go insane over what's happening and what's going on in this country. I have no choice but to laugh at it. Like mm. I'm already black in America. That's already pretty tough as is. Yeah. And with this on top of it, it's like, bro, if I don't get jokes in, I'm probably going to go like go mm. insane or do something that I'm going to regret. I mean, we're kind of lucky because if you, you know, if you guys weren't holding down before, you American politicians, you brave souls out there, we would probably look a bit worse than you right now. You're so not wrong. I, I mean, Boris Johnson and Donald Trump could be cousins for all we know. No, nah, Bor- Boris Johnson's probably his own cousin for all we know. He's, <laughs> he, honestly, he looks like his family trees a circle. I don't know. Oh, Oh, that. Ugh. Ah, ah. Ugh, that fair, made right? me. That made me like kind of cringe a bit. Ugh. <laughs> At the very least, you know who his father is because those genes are so strong. <laughs> oh man, guys, strong genes <laughs> of his dad. He is like if you look up Stanley Johnson, he is the image. <laughs> of his dad hold on let me me do this for research but like what you said um how like it's a joke i've asked um somebody from switzerland Mm -hmm. uh like what they think about it and like oh yeah like yeah it's uh it's a pretty it's pretty bad like we think it's funny like granted other countries have their own you know racial tensions other stuff going on as well but like yeah Mm -hmm. america's just like showing its ass right now i'm like yeah that's that's one way to put it Exactly mm. one way to put it. Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Like oh. the mother's genes got completely pushed to one side for misogyny is that strong. It's like Oh no. Even 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 Joe looks uh Ew. Mm. Ew. I'm I'm so sorry. 
It's in the hair especially, isn't it? It's like Yeah. It's like the the hair is just atrocious. Do you did you ever have in, in America was Wurzel Gummidge a thing or is that only a British thing? Uh so wh- one more time? Wurzel Gummidge, W O R Z E L and then Gummidge, G U M M I D G E. It was like a, a a British TV character of a parsnip that gains sentience or something or like a turnip man or something you know and it's if it i'm looking at a picture right now it it might have been for like a very specific mm-hmm. subgroup in the united states but, but i've never heard of it until now mm. but that's the image i get when i look at his hair it's, uh, just... it's, it's all just very disturbing and should not mm. be a thing i'm sorry for any world leaders listening to this podcast about the slim chances you are but you, you you just gotta do better. You just gotta do. let let's stop being sad and depressed about the state of our countries being garbage. But where um, are all where are all the where have all the handsome world leaders gone? Where have all exactly the ass world leaders gone? We we need to we need to make world leaders uh, hot again? Question mark. Yeah, we you know the the boat sailed. Everything started to go downhill after Herbert Hoover sex magnet that he was. <laughs> I mean, we had just Trudeau for a bit, but we all know what happened with that. So let's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fido, Fido, okay, to be fair, Fidel Castro's a legitimate child. I had a good run for, you know, with the exception of a whole hating Native American, well, Native Canadian thing. And obviously the blackface kind of ruined it all. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of a, a spot where it's like, this yeah. is just not good at all. Think, thinking back on it, he didn't really have that good of a run at all, huh? <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> I'll, yeah, anybody listening to this, I'm so sorry that we're we're this episode's gonna be really unhinged because we're just I'm just two dudes sorry. hanging out making fun of everything. Because why the fuck not? Great, uh, great coded way to say I'm an un- un- unhinged lunatic. I mean, yeah, but. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying that, that you're that you're that. I'm just saying, you know, we, we don't really we, our filters just aren't the best when they need to be, you know. And that's okay. It's okay. Mm. So, what got you into writing music? Like, well, writing I mean, about music. I mean, I'm, you're and then also you're writing about music, but you're studying politics. That's a really somewhat related yet totally opposite ends of like. Mm the the trail i don't know words are hard sometimes man i mean so when i was like at school like what you call high school or whatever i was terrible at like maths and science and all that kind of stuff and i was always i would always do better the the subjects like english and history that required me to just write some spiel out for as long as possible to take up marks and in uh sixth form which is kind of basically the two years before university mm. uh we do these things called a levels which are what you know determine what gets us into university i did politics uh economics and english and they made me do maths and i failed uh so i dropped that <laughs> uh and i just i i felt like if i was going to do anything it would be involved be involved in essay writing and stuff like that because that was something i could i could do it wouldn't always be the best day says essays but it would be you know i could at least get words on a page 
so i went to better went than some kids that just show up and like uh i wrote down two sentences here you go that's on this mm. yeah so, exactly so I, I i came to uni politics is my major politics and international relations and they obviously asked a hey, um scottish unis they asked you to do two elective subjects in your first year so i picked english and journalism as my other two figuring hey you know english was good about at school journalism that feels like it could be a bit of a lark you know easy pass then you drop down from three subjects to two and you do two subjects i'm currently just doing politics and journalism as well and that's where i kind of thought you know maybe i could try writing something on the side just so once i leave uni i at least have an option if i don't want to go to politics which i don't want to go into politics <laughs> i could say hey well i have experience writing stuff about not politics too have a look at that but and i've always been really interested in music so but but why did you choose politics is that like a is that like a big major over in like scotland and the uk like to go into like politics and stuff like that i mean it, it is P- ppe which is politics philosophy and economics is mm. one of the most subscribed things in like the biggest unis year on year that's just one uh, program yeah, because really? that's just, that's just kind of a do it all degree where if you get that you can, you know, there's a lot you can get out of that yeah. job wise. Um, my university is an engineering university, which kind of tells you how good a politics student I was. I'm <laughs> 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 not. I'm not joking either. Um, but at the, at the very least, it was uh politics was my best subject which isn't saying much but it was my best subject and so that's kind of what i decided to do i figure politics it's something i'm at the very least knowledgeable about so I, i'll pursue this at a university level you know we got some strong uh foreign relations going on right here you know so that's cool exactly <laughs> Exactly. This is this is us. This is a diplomatic. Uh, diplomatic <laughs> we're 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 solving racism one conversation at a time. <laughs> but so so that that's that's wild because like here, you're you're like in university. If you want to do politics, you do like um, I for, uh you give you like most people's tracks would be like economics or some kind of like foreign relations, um, public race relations. Or like infrastructure, something I I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. I I graduated university at the undergrad level in 2015, so it's yeah. been six years, and I I did my master's immediately afterwards. So I've been out of school for thank God about uh four years now. So mm-hmm. I I'm kind of like putting everything by the wayside. I also yeah. did a major that at most colleges would be considered art, but because my school was also an engineering slash nursing school where a lot of people go for that. I mm-hmm. got a, my degree is technically a bachelor's of science in yeah. TV radio film. So technical aspect, which is really cool, but it's like, how do I explain the science behind it? People are like, Oh, yeah. this is art degree. Like technically. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's interesting. Cause like, I, like, like sociology and psychology are their own fields in America. And so like, you don't, take the like the ppe like you said and then it ended up being like a a government degree or like a, uh, being in politics yeah well it, it depends if uni like at my uni and most scottish unis it's kind of separated into different stuff like it's all 
at my uni under the banner of the uh, School of Humanities and Social Sciences. Mm. Uh, but you can do each individually. So you can do politics without having to do philosophy or this and that. Although there are philosophy modules you can choose to take. Yeah. And obviously you can choose to take some as an elective. It all kind of depends person to person. I, I quite like that. It allows you to kind of focus on what you want, yeah. which I actually didn't know of the start. <laughs> because I, I, I've i always been really interested in history. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the the best grades at history in school. They said, uh, my school, I asked my school if I can do history at A-level. They said, um, no, because you got an A in maths, so go do maths instead. Damn. And <laughs> I, I ended up dropping maths within six months because I was terrible at it. <laughs> um, uh, was so it like, next, what level math was it? It was uh, A-level a math. It was quite, I, I, well, I found it tough at least. So it was above me, which isn't saying much, but it was above me. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll leave it there <laughs> you know, in lieu of embarrassing myself any further. <laughs> yeah, because like, so in, it, uh, history and all that would still be, I think, in humanities as well, because they're all taught yeah. in like the same like area. But yeah. like, for me, so, I, I, I was dead set on doing history and, and being pre-law. Mm. And man, when I like, I met the history professor, didn't like them at all. And then, like, I looked at my coursework and, like, yeah, you're going to be writing papers for, like, a good four and a half, five years. I'm like, yeah, I don't dislike writing papers, but I don't want to do this for my whole entire mm -hmm. life. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not going to write 45 pages as to why this person is guilty or innocent or why this needs to be a law. I'm not going to expect me. You don't. I don't expect you to read by 45 pages either. Let's let's yeah. just call spade and spade and let me not pursue this career. I, I don't know. See, I the, I would rather do that than take one 90-minute exam. Really? Under test conditions in, like, a big hall or whatever. I hate exams. That's kind of why I pick politics, because a lot of it's just coursework-based. Yes. Yeah. Suits me better. D don't um, get me wrong. I, I did well at the work. It's just yeah. that I didn't find it... I found it neither fulfilling, nor did I, like have fun doing it and researching it. Mm. Like I would just kind of like yeah. get, get through just to get by. I was the kind of kid in school where I had really good grades and probably should have been in the advanced uh, level classes when I was in high school, but I was lazy and I wasn't motivated because I didn't really like much. I just wanted to mm. play football and, I, and by football, I mean actual football, not American football. And so, but granted I was a terrible footballer back in the day until I got like to the age of 18 and was okay at it. But by that time, my career was done. <laughs> oh, it hurts. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, I'm annoyed looking in hindsight now because I picked, I picked English and politics and journalism. And then after I picked that, I, I locked it in. Mm. Uh, I got told, oh, you don't have to have done history at A-level to study it at uni. I was like, what? Huh? Really? Damn. Excuse me? Wait, I could have I actually just done that. Like, womp, womp, womp. Mm. I think history is mad fun. I think that's I love, cool. I love it, yeah. But, it's yeah, just, like, it's good so on you for being able to write, you know? Like, I, I'm trying to get in better at writing and being consistent with mm. writing with, like, screenplays and shorts and whatever. It's just so hard to, like, focus and write what I want to put on the page and make sure it doesn't sound stupid to me. So, like, what's your process when you, when you write a piece over music or anything? I, well, I mean, I've written a couple different types, like, a lot, I've written a few interviews with artists like Mystery School or this guy Marjorie, who's a folk artist as well. 
so if, if I'm doing that, obviously I try and get a recording mm. and I hate listening to my own voice on tape. So I try and whiz through that recording as much as possible. I, I feel you on that. And, and then like take some kind of take the most important quotes the most kind of the best ones I think, and kind of use that as a framework for how I'm going to write. And if I'm, if I'm writing about an album, that kind of all just comes naturally to me though that's just i can just if if i really because i only write about albums i enjoy yeah because i'm i'm that kind of guy i guess i mean i'd I'd rather you write about what you like and enjoy and i could read Mm. it and write and enjoy it than like go to the pitchfork and have them bash an album they didn't like and be like well why'd you listen to it yeah uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to do an Anthony Fantano and spend <laughs> time talking about stuff I hate. Because Squabble why would up I, challenge, Anthony. <laughs> why, why would I spend time doing that? It's just not interesting to me. So it like, and if I really like an album and I like it enough to write about it, I can just write about it. It doesn't matter. I can just immediately say, for example, the, the, the whole lot of reds, blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. I, you know... I I really enjoy it. I and I can see why I enjoy it just because I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's easier to do something that you like versus something you don't. I think with my writing, it's that I'm not confident in my writing, and mm. so like I'll write it, and I like especially because a lot of stuff I do is comedy based. So I'll write it out. I'll read it over. I think it's fine. I'm like, do I want to show this to somebody? Will this come off as it being funny? Is this is this good? Is is this is this funny? Does this make laugh? Give laugh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm I'm always, you know, self-critical of that. I I always like if I'm sending it off to an editor, I always think, God, you know, what have what have I sent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's gonna read this, and it's not because I always think, you know, it's. It's not going to look as good to them, is it? Oh. Has an editor ever been like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> um, not, not really, to be honest. I had a couple of details changed. Um, my, my first piece that got published in my university newspaper, which was an interview with Mystery School, they forgot to put my name. I have a link to that saved, and I have to say, yeah, it's me on the left-hand side of the page, uh, the one without the name, that's me. I promise I'm not scamming you when I say that. Um, the, that's <laughs> funny because my friend interviewed me for his zine that he did for college, and he spelled my name wrong, and we've been homies for like five years. I'd rather have them leave my name out than spell my shit wrong. <laughs> the problem is that I, I was applying for a job, and I that is like my like his experience or whatever is the reference and i just had to make a like like open brackets like yes that's me i promise you um if email this guy if you don't believe it's me he'll vouch me oh, i promise man. It's me. Please, they don't they don't me. mess the bag up bro they don't fumble the bag <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm adamant that's the best thing i've ever written and it didn't have my name in it i'm so <laughs> well-crafted thing ever and my name is nowhere on the yo send me that article i want to read it i want to read that interview i really want to read it that that's good i'm like hey i know the guy who wrote this but he didn't get credit that's that's just like 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 you're basically just ghost wrote for them (laughs) yeah i know the guy who wrote this it's my homie blank (laughs) 
Yeah, he doesn't really have a body or an entity. He just exists, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of those new wave things. Oh, uh, that's that's good. That's good. So what are like your what are your what are your writing goals? Like it feels like you're trying to be somebody who works like, writes for like a music publication is what it sounds like. Mm. I mean, the the lucky the lucky thing about the UK is that we've got plenty of newspapers. There you go. And we've got plenty of outlets. We've got plenty of stuff to go to if that's the direction I want to go down. Is print really, still I strong just, in the UK or is it going all digital too? I mean, they're all going digital, but we still have old people, so people still buy newspapers. There you go. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of stuff is online. Like a lot of, there's so much digital media nowadays in the UK. All our major newspapers, the Telegraph, the Times, etc., are all online, and we're all kind of pivoting in that direction. Even though most of them have terrible websites, terrible websites. I just, I, more than anything, I just want to give myself the option because it's something I'd like to do. Yeah. But um, at this stage where it's kind of an iffy opportunity-wise, whether yeah. it's something I can do, I don't know. I just kind of want to give myself that option to be able to say, okay, I now it's, it's at a point where there's opportunities open for it. I'd like to go into that, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Would you, would you stick to music or have you ever thought about writing for you know football? Because you know your stuff. Mm. I'd I'd love to, I'd love to write about sport any sport really just I, I I could write about anything I could even write about politics as cynical as I am just <laughs> I know about it. although I don't think I'd be able to write about what actually happens in politics I much like when I'm studying I much prefer the actual processes yeah of how stuff works as opposed to what happens like I don't care about who's voting for what this week but i like how elections happen stuff like that but i definitely 100 percent be open to not just write about music but anything in general because i am a man with opinions on a lot of things as you know that that you are that you are um yeah it's following your twitter is sometimes like navigating through a minefield because you know sometimes it's like all right this is nice and pleasant other times it's like Whoa, whoa, whoa! What did we just walk into over here? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, see, <laughs> see, minefield's funny. That's not. I'm, I'm more going for the vibe of like, you know, the Forrest Gump quote: "Life's like a box of chocolates." Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for that, except for all the awful ones with raisins in them. <laughs> you mean everything that has raisins in it is awful? So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm anti-dried fruit over here, and have you, Gump have you ever had craisins though? I no dried banana chips. Okay, no dried banana chips are the exception because they smack. Okay, don't, all right, just making yeah. sure, just making sure. All right, no, no, don't don't get me wrong. Like dried banana chips, that's fine. They get a pass. What about uh, dried mango? Else. Ever have that? Nah, I'm not a fan. I prefer you know my mango. You know, yeah, me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> me, me too, me too. Dried mango is weird because like it's either it gets really really sweet and I, mm. I can't do it. Or they put the chili powder on it, and the chili powder is oh man, chili powder on mango, sensational. See Jeez. my, but my mom has a theory because when I was like a young kid, I carried dried fruit everywhere. I was there are so many photos of me <laughs> when I have a box of raisins in my hand. I dried apricots. I used to eat dried. <laughs> the young anything. lad with dried fruit everywhere. <laughs> exactly. 
I was obviously I was obviously traumatized by it. I think I I think I burnt out too fast, too much too soon, and now I just can't stand it, you know? I I can see that. I can see that. Because like there I'm trying to think of foods that I ate when I was a baby or like young and now it's like, nah, I'm good. Like mm. I would say, ooh, in college I didn't eat a lot of like scrambled eggs after my freshman year. Yeah. Cause like I had scrambled eggs almost every other breakfast growing up. And then, like, I had it in college and it was fine. But at a certain point, I was like, mm. dude, I eat this way too much. I need to branch out. But I, I I'll say the one thing that stuck with me, my mom ate a lot of Taco Bell when she was pregnant with me. And to this mm. day, I still fuck up some Taco Bell. I have never had a Taco Bell in my life. I have had ample opportunity. I've always been scared away because of uh, one Taco Bell near my place in Glasgow. There's a lot of goths that go there. As in, like, goth girls? Yeah, yeah, no, okay. golf culture is still very strong in Glasgow. Yeah, uh, okay. Still very much in 2011. I mean, they're all very pale from what I've been told. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, it's, it's on like the one of the busiest streets in the city, directly op- opposite the largest train station in the country, and there's a golf club. And so all the golfs hang around the busiest place in the entire city. Smoking loose cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my mate came up here the first time in years and he said i've just seen a golf i've just seen more golfs in five minutes and i've seen in the last five years in london what is happening <laughs> like no this is just glasgow this is the place this is a, this is how it is yeah you're playing the fire when you're here you know if you don't like golf it's not the city for you so so i guess like all right that's another question i have because i i've never been to europe and now mm. that the UK is not part of Europe, I've never been to to Britain nor Scotland. It's on my We're list. Still to in go the to. continent. We're still <laughs> yeah, on the continent. We 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 haven't soared ourselves off from our tectonic plate. We're not floating in the middle of the Atlantic looking for a home. Uh, you know, just it's just it's the side of the times. It's, it's bound to happen. It's going to happen to California eventually. It's going to break off and float away. You know, we just got to deal you, with it. Anyway, you can, um, you, guys, you can you can still see you can still see Europe from Britain. You can still see both the Republic of Ireland and France on a clear day from Britain. So it's <laughs> we're, not, we're not slowly drifting away from the continent. Three years from now, I'm going to regret that. I'm just kidding. Um, but I've never I've never been to Europe, so like. I, I guess culturally, our our like Scotland and I guess Glasgow and uh, like London and I guess Scotland and England are, are they like drastically different culture wise or they, oh yeah, one hundred percent really even yeah. even from the south of England to the north of England you can yeah I've heard about that difference divide. yeah and there's you know a line in the midlands where you you go across and you can see things shift i mean the fact is there's so many accents in the uk for such a tiny place it's like the uk's the size of oregon you can actually fit the uk into oregon twice damn we've got as many accents as there probably are in the us just over the place yeah because like how like different everyone talks about the cockney accent and I was like, mm. that's not everybody over there. They, they can't all be no. that, right? Yeah, Cockneys are actually an endangered species. Now, that's what you know? I've heard. <laughs> one, of, one of my mates is a Cockney dad, and he's one of the last ones left, you know? Damn, it's, it's, you gotta, gotta put him in the, in the, uh, the preservation, you know? Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's a ship like, even Wales has... Wales, as tiny as it is, where you can drive the length of a country in two hours or something. Damn. And it's 
you know, it's got three or four different regional accents. You've got the Valleys, you've got the North Wales, you've got the Swansea, Cardiff, like Southwest uh, metropolitan areas. And, you know, it's so strange. Like I went to, I went between Glasgow and Edinburgh recently and it's just, the accent is so different and it's just, yeah. it's, it's a completely different way of speaking. And that's kind of indicative of how different it is the whole uk is to everywhere because even between south scotland and north scotland it's so different too really really yeah and like this is i guess me being i, I hate using this word because it has a negative connotation but me just being ignorant because i've never been and never witnessed mm. and so like i've always wondered that because you know i i grew up in a bunch of different states and i even lived yeah. in a different country for a little bit as a child and mm. you know when I when I moved to Texas and I met people, they're always like, "Oh, where are you from?" Which one hard question for me to answer. Two, it's like I don't have a very distinct accent for somebody to narrow down. Yeah. Um, the only time I really would have an accent is when I would d- spend time in Louisiana in the countryside with my family because they mm. have a real thick like like you've heard the Louisiana accent before, right? Yeah, 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 like it, it's it's like times I've, ten where they're at, yeah, and so I, I, like <laughs> even when I'm there, they say things and I can't understand them, and I have to have them repeat mm-hmm. it, or I have to ask my mom to like act like a translator at times. Yeah, but like I'll Let's come see. back and I'll have a little bit of an accent from them talking to them for mm. like two weeks, you know. I mean, earlier today I watched two hours of a TV show starring Steven Seagal where he is a <laughs> deputy sheriff in Louisiana in Jefferson <laughs> Parish. Oh and God, he was. He was putting on, well, what we, because we watch it on a Twitch stream, what we call is Seabonics, uh, <laughs> because he adopts AAVE, basically, and it's Steven Seagal. And I've, I think, I've, going back to it, though, it's like, I think just a lot less British culture bleeds through into America as American culture bleeds through into Britain. Yeah. Like in Britain, we see a whole lot of American stuff we see from all you know, East Coast, West Coast, uh, Central, but whatever, da-da-da. Whereas in America, you don't see all that we see about British culture. You know, you don't see uh, EastEnders, or you don't see, compared to, like, Corey or all our different soaps from different areas of the country or this and that, you know. So it's the perception that there's one British accent when there's not. Like, I, you know, grew up in London, spent the first 18 years of my life in London. I do not have a London accent. Yeah, I would say you definitely don't have like a. I, I, your ex is definitely more on like the Scottish side of anything. Oh, not yeah, not even because like it's so strange. All my mates from London think I sound really from up, like sound um, like I'm from really up north, and then everyone from up here in Glasgow thinks I sound like a southerner. Really? Yeah, one hundred percent. They can instantly peg me as someone who's not from Scotland. They're from I'm from the south. Yeah. Like for context, my dad's from Glasgow and my mom's from Dublin. And I was, I was about to so, ask, like, are they from two different parts of the country? Or like, yeah. Yes. So, area. so it's it's obviously there. Who I grew up around, so that's probably why I speak strangely. But it's yeah, it's it's a strange one. I think I don't know. So I definitely don't have a typical accent for anywhere. Yeah, it, that's that's wild. Just cause like. Like I said, I've always wanted to go, but I would have never guessed that that tiny island would have so many different connotations mm. and accents for, for that. And also, like, the terminology is different uh, from where you're at, too, right? 
Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, like, there's different words for different places. Well, in different places for different things that you know you'd never understand if you weren't from that place. People from London won't understand Glaswegian slang. People from Glasgow won't understand like Welsh slang. They won't understand Newcastle or whatever. You know, Scouse Geordie, whatever it is. It's all because it's been so embedded in these different places. Yeah, it's all very regionalized. You know. Yeah, that's and that's interesting. Like, I I feel, I, I, grant I did learn something, but I feel like I'm just like so dumb, and like being <laughs> being in the American bubble and having yeah. the the privilege of like media and things coming to you and you seeing like certain sides of things, mm. it's like it really does make you build these um, not prejudices, but you get these like images of what you think like these people yeah. or this thing sounds like or look like. And I've tried my hardest over the last better part of seven years to make sure that I stay open minded and okay with yeah. like things not being how they are. Because I went to I went to California a few years ago for a job interview and like I I met somebody that was from Oakland while they were there. And we were just chatting it up and they're like they they were asking me about stuff about Texas and like, oh, so like like how often do you go to like Austin? I'm like, Austin's four hours away, bro. They're like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, Austin's not like right there. I gotta go four mm. hours in one direction to get there. Like, oh, what about Houston? How far is Houston from you? It's like it's still four and a half hours. Like, it's just e- yeah. more eastern. Like, it's I'd explain to them like how big Texas was, and they're mm. like, oh, so then how how far are you away from like from Mexico? I'm like, well, straight shot, fifteen hours. You know, like yeah, it, it's gonna Jeez. take me a while to get down to that border and like say like drive across. Mm. I mean, if I. If I started driving right now, I'd reach the south coast of England in maybe 11, 12 hours or so. Yeah. Well, no, not that long. If I'm taking breaks, yeah. So, obviously, I'm not going to start driving right now. It's 11 p.m. And yeah, I that's, I must say, it's, it's kind of <laughs> late and you, you might want to, you know, actually sleep at some point. But, nah, um, I, I drank two energy drinks today, so. Um, Carabao? Yeah, Carabao, you know how it is. You know what it is, man. <laughs> I gotta get me my case. I gotta get me a case of it, man. Bro, it's it's good it's good stuff. You gotta I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shill out on your podcast. I'm not gonna, I'm not, no, I cut that out. I'm not I don't just, I'm I not gonna let you know I'm not cutting it out, but you can you can shill or not shill if you want to. They're <laughs> not owned by the Coca-Cola Corporation, so I can't shill for them like there I do so smart water. It's exactly. different. <laughs> Oh man! So like, uh, I, was, I was trying to think. Of, I had another question about like culture wise. So like with music, with music, mm. obviously, U.S. music and, and U.K. music is vastly different. Yeah. Um, what a model? What we get over here, at least like in my circles, is I always hear about a lot of like, like punk and then like grime music. Mm-hmm. What are some other genres I should be looking out for? And like, what are your favorite things about the the U.K. music scene? I mean, it's it's a it's far more diverse than people think it is. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's not just drill, which is big right now, and grime, which has been big for the last uh, few years, and UK indie, which obviously is well known, like Arctic Monkeys, stuff like that. Bands that have come out of the UK indie scene of the Midlands and kind of conquered the world, what have you. It's it's a lot beyond that. There's a lot of 
a lot of you know smaller scenes across the UK that that are niche, but they're definitely quality. Like UK Garage as a whole for decades has just been really consistently among the world's best kind of electronic music. Produced. That's what a lot of grime is based off of because yeah, that's uh, what I like was gr- researching at one point. Yeah, because grime rappers instead of you know over the hip hop beats the break beats they'd have in america they'd rap over these uk garage instrumentals that they'd retooled and it's based a lot on the kind of garage subculture which is literally parties and garages and stuff yeah, like that i've yeah. heard about those like parties and garages and like underground rave secret raves like that that stuff mm. is wild yeah rave culture there's a lot of lots of people are really into that kind of heavy you know hard style edm stuff like that people i know people who take a yearly pilgrimage to amsterdam to go to a hard style festival Damn. and just absolutely just take acid and smash themselves around in a field for three days you know Jeez. that's that's how committed people are to you, it you and gotta then, you gotta be rich rich in order to enjoy that or like broke <laughs> uh, no it, it depends well a lot of them are rich obviously but it's a it's a ferry ride. You can drive to the coast, take a ferry over. Right. It's it's, it's not you know Amsterdam's a lot closer than people think it is. A lot of people do weekenders there, but it's go, go, going back to it again. There's a lot of us like Glasgow is a rave city. People love we they play rave music on the radio like while it's still bright really? out. Really. Like because they'll they'll know people are trying to you know at 7, 8, 9 p.m. are getting ready to go out to the clubs at night so that they'll just play rave music on the radio because people tune into that for the classic hits. And it's 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 all over. It really, anywhere you go, there's something different. Again, a lot, a lot of it's kind of that. And then you have the kind of UK indie stars, which people are still trying to replicate, even mm. though it has kind of been done. Now it's kind of... You know, there's a lot of bedroom pop going around now, depending yeah. on where you look. It, I like bedroom pop. But what's mm. what's bedroom pop to you guys? I want to make sure it's the same kind of. Oh, it's it's the same kind of stuff. Real okay. kind of lo-fi DIY. Uh, you know, bright major chords. Kind of those the same guitar tones that everyone uses in bedroom pop. You know. Yeah. Okay. Just 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 making sure. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I, I like some bedroom pop every now and then. Actually, I listen to it quite, quite often. Mm. I was listening to a lot of Mac DeMarco. Yeah, but that might be because I'm like slightly depressed and yet like in a relationship, kind of. So that might yeah. be part of it. No, a, a lot of people over here like him. He's a definitely a big influencing factor. A lot of people are still trying to do the Arctic Monkey style. Yeah, ori- like like original as well as kind of their more recent stuff and then blend it with a kind of bedroom pop now so it's it's all very samey to me but at the same time it is quite popular and it's if it's not for me it doesn't mean it's not for anyone you know yeah yeah for sure like i i stumbled upon bedroom pop on accident uh because mm. i was listening to yeah, this is like a like a, a weird segueing story I found one artist through this one feature that Google Play Music used to have. Listened to them for a while. Then I got recommended a different artist from the same playlist like three years later. Listened mm-hmm. to them. And then I found out one of the guitarists had their own project. Their project's called DuckTales. And I'm like, dang, 
this is really good. And just like zone out and chill and listen to him play his guitar the same way that every bedroom pop person plays a guitar and relax. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it, it's simple, but it's effective and it satisfies an itch for people, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, like, with my music, I like listening to stuff that is relatively, like, sim- easy and simple. I think that's why I liked Early Cuddy so much. Like, mm. his his beats were all very just kind of, they weren't complex at all. There, it wasn't as many layers to it as, like, people think. It was just a like, simple, like, put the beat on and, like, then him going to his song and whatnot, so... Yeah, I think uh, for a lot of people, it's a kind of stripped back sound that does it for the most, you know? It's a very simple thing. It's a very human thing because you're always going to be wowed by the flashy, big, you know, kind of complex stuff. But when you go to something so simple, it just captures something in you. I think that's why... so many people like the lo-fi hip-hop beats that's why so many people like acoustic covers of popular songs yeah because it's just it's not easy but not in a bad way it's easy in the way where it's comfortable yeah and you know not contrary to what some people think not all music has to push you out of your boundaries or make you feel uncomfortable about what you're listening to in order to not everything has to challenge you you can listen to something that's just comfortable and good i some of my favorite albums you know it's not reinventing the wheel it's just doing something that's been done but doing it really really well yeah 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 that's yeah for sure for sure Cause I'm, I'm just like, like thinking back. Cause like, I mean, one of my favorite producers is Pharrell mm. and mm. Pharrell at times does have a lot of like, complex, you know, songs and beats, but like my favorite tracks from him were just stuff where it was like, just so easy. Like, just like, here's the baseline, here's a snare, a little bit of cymbal. Uh, he'll add like a little bit of conga to it. And like, that's it. Like that, that's the beat yeah. of the song. It's like, Whoa, like this is just, this is the next level stuff right here. It's so easy, but so good. <laughs> exactly. On that last uh, N.E.R.D. album, it was just him starting with something simple and all, on a lot of songs, then he'd add stuff over it, but it'd still be that kind of core, just one, two, three, four, or that, you know, guitar melody, whatever. It's just effective, you know, because it's not reinventing the wheel, but it's doing something so well that it doesn't matter what it is, you know? Yeah. Because you, like people go to art galleries right you don't need to be a real arts artsy fartsy art critic to know that a piece of art is good because if it's done well enough it doesn't matter if it's boundary pushing or not it just looks good it sounds good you know you yeah can enjoy it's, it. it's a it's appealing it's appeasing you're like oh I like mm. this like i i'm enjoying what i'm seeing right now yeah no 100 so uh so are you familiar with the the um artist it's of from Iceland of of Mice and Men is that them or is it a different one yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah of Monsters and Men of Monsters and Men of Monsters and Men of Mice and Men oh. is like a metal band of Monsters yeah. and Men I actually <laughs> hated their second album <laughs> yeah it was way it was just so overwhelming like mm. I listened to it and I got like three songs in and I was like I feel stressed 
Like, there's just a lot going on in these songs, and I feel absolutely stressed. That's what they're going for, Bravo, but I'm not finishing this. Mm. Any any albums you listen to that, besides Whole Lot of Red that you're like, I just can't do this, you know, you, even though you like the artist? Yeah. You, you didn't like Whole Lot of Reds? <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely not. Well, well see, I'm a, I'm a white male, age 18 to 24, so I'm morally oblig- obligated to like Whole Lot of Reds. Are you calling me old? <laughs> No, I'm just saying it's an album directly targeted to my demographic, so you can't be mad at me. Me, future deadbeat dads. <laughs> God, mom, yeah, listen to Playboy Cardi. Get out of my room. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't fit. I always, I'm. I'm the kind of guy who, I guess, well, I tend to make myself suffer. So there's never been an album that I finish <laughs> because <laughs> I, I don't know if that sounds terrible, but it's true because I feel like, oh, if I'm going to hate it, I may as well hate it to the end. Or I may, I may as well know what I'm hating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. I, out of, of Monsters and Men had one song that was massive here. And I didn't like it, so I never listened to anything else. Uh, <laughs> it, it was probably their. It was probably Little Talks or Kings and King and Lionheart, maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It could have been named. Anything. I know. I know. Little Talks was their one that got them their big fame, especially here in America. That was like the video they had and everything. Um, yeah, I actually I liked that song, but I think it was more because of who I was around at the time in my life, and not because I actually liked the whole band. But mm. um, another story from the day: I was kind of a hippie in college at one point. It was not yeah. good. Of, uh, of monsters and men were big here too, because goth stuff was really big back in like 2010, 2011. Yeah, I was I was listening to My Chemical Romance and Green Day, and I I had that phase. Don't judge me. Hey, but the thing is, like, My Chemical Romance and Green Day are so iconic for what they are. Even even I listened to Green Day for a bit. I knew every word to uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends at one point in time. I'll admit it. I'll I'll admit it. was a time where I could play that on guitar, you know. Oh, oh, snap. Mm. My man's got the musical talent. Are you playing that stuff? Okay. Exactly. I'm, I'm so... Excellent. (laughs) My man's nice (laughs) with it, bro. So nice with it. Yeah, then and just for everyone listening, I'm six foot three, just in case. (laughs) He's looking for him a nice WNBA qualified queen. So if you're out there and you are at least six four, uh please hit him up. Hmm. Not for me and not for him. Do it for his parents. His parents are really want him out of the house at this point in time. For, for society, really. <laughs> society needs me to be so preoccupied that I can't tweet. Exactly. Speaking of which, all right, all right, we got we to gotta talk about How do you come up with your name, your Twitter account handle? Like, It's a bad, but I don't remember. No, it's, if you don't remember, it's cool. It's totally cool. But well, obviously, it was originally at the Meat Lad, but then that account got persona non gratted by 
Jack from Twitter, who the I, one time Jack did his fucking job and moderated, you know. I will be free. The, <laughs> the, 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 pro, the problem is that account got done, and that for the for the by far and away not the worst thing I ever did. <laughs> by far and away, I was doing a public service that day. Don't ever think that that was the worst thing I ever did that got me suspended. Bro, it no. still says the meat lad is suspended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm. I'm uh, I'm I'm not all now hope to be honest. I've <laughs> I've, I've had like three accounts suspended. Jesus, I've I've definitely gotten some heat for some tweets before, but I got it in real life and not actually on like from people on Twitter. I had one guy come at my tweet about uh, Tyrese Maxi the other day, which was funny. <laughs> wow, people are coming up to you about the. Philadelphia 76ers, really? Yeah, it, it was about... So, because, like, you know, they had everybody test positive for COVID. They had, like, eight players or whatever. And, like, mm. his photo... I'll, I'll, I'll put the tweet in the chat so you can just see it right now. You, you actually you'll actually see my response, I believe, too. But, you know, look at that. I, <laughs> like, open it up, and then you see... Do you see my response? Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like like it like when you because when you look at the photo he's in a polo not his jersey it's like hey we need a photo of Tyrese Maxey who because that's that's legit I've worked NBA games before I've worked college basketball games before when somebody plays that normally doesn't play or isn't a starter everybody's like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> like who where's the photo of this person quick <laughs> yeah and so I'm just scrapping through his Instagram just to find something. Right, right. And I, I put that photo out and he, he dropped 39 points that night. Mm-hmm. And somebody somebody put like, oh, you won't be saying that for much longer. I was like, whatever. Because it's on, it's on Josiah Johnson, uh, a.k.a. the king of NBA memes on Twitter, right? I mean, they were trying to, they were trying to get you with a ha egg on your face look at you you fool the right. person you made a joke about they had one good game look at you you moron you absolute it why why the, do people do that the, the tweet said dude dude just said he had he has a good game the entire point needs to be flying right over him no the point's not flying over me it's the fact that this is twitter where we slander any and everyone exactly. and i, I think it's, i'm not even slandering tyrese maxi in this photo i'm slandering Ooh. I'm slandering the graphics department. <laughs> exactly. It's like, like people are just over anything. That's sort of someone was trying to say how, oh, uh, and uh, like after the Man U game, oh, and people were acting as if Bruno Fernandez hasn't been clear of James Rodriguez for a while. I was like, James Rodriguez has won the Champions League more than once. What are you, what are you talking <laughs> like, about? Like, bro, you, relax. What, what are you doing? If, Huh? I I just it it's just man people. I, I, I said that it was like oh yeah well what's this then it was like Bruno Fernandez's goals like okay like what does, does, what does that change about what I said nothing it does nothing it's just people so desperately want to they want to be right and they want everyone else to be wrong because every person on Twitter is the smartest person on Twitter according to themselves bro it and like I I never. I never go on Twitter with mm-hmm. the like, like trying to attack anybody except Ted Cruz and Josh Holly. Fuck those two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the only Not two sure. people that I, w- I would like say call cowards on Twitter every day if I see their tweets. Other than that, mm-hmm. I just kind of like put my jokes up there, 
say my piece or whatever. And like Twitter is not to be taken seriously. So I don't know why people act like, oh, you're making fun of this random NBA player that's in their second year that nobody knows about. Okay. Like you're, you're on a joke thread on Twitter. This is what people do. Mm. Like you're, you're, you're taking social media way too seriously. My guy. Mm. Yeah. You you guys are getting mad at accounts with a title like come man or something like really <laughs> like, like like this is this is how you're spending your afternoon man I, uh. all right <laughs> i i gotta i gotta ask this question what so do you think that people are using the term cancel culture in the wrong sense yes because yeah. you you your accounts have been canceled by twitter and, mm. and reports I but, am a political prisoner, yes. But you are you are a political prisoner, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like, going back to the first stuff, we're talking about the impeachment stuff. Like, uh, listening to them talk about how oh, cancel culture is trying to like remove ball with this. I'm like, no, 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 no. Cancel culture is the hype train of us finding and nitpicking little things somebody does and trying to get them removed from a platform to platform. Mm-hmm. What we're doing is holding shitty people accountable for their shitty behaviors and their shitty actions. Yeah, like. Like you can you can hold somebody accountable and get them canceled because of that because they are mm. a terrible person or do terrible things, but that's not cancel culture. Cancel culture is just made by the hype machine that is social media, which unfortunately it's true. Cancel culture does happen. Mm. They almost did it with um James Gunn, but yeah, it's it's people trying to stigmatize, saying you know rightly saying people have done stuff bad because a couple of people have gotten a bit overzealous with it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, you know, for, for Will Smith, like, oh, he's, he's got the right idea. He's a bit confused, but he's got like, okay. Some people are saying, you know, your, your favorite actor or whatever is bad because he wants, uh, you know, shot himself at an Arby's or something I don't know it's like that's you can you can say that's cancel culture all you want but it doesn't stop the actual bad people from having done actual bad things you know yeah yeah like I don't know I think that I I put this out earlier but like I, I really hate that the term cancel culture is the de facto now when it's like keeping people accountable where it's like mm-hmm. no we're just trying to keep people accountable now like let's Let's just stop using this word to mm. blanket and be everything, because that's not yeah. what it is. That's it's really messed up for you to be doing that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, exactly. It was like, would you would you rather we didn't say anything about Harvey Weinstein or like yeah, you know yeah, like <laughs> would you rather we kept that on the download like R Kelly? Would you rather we just didn't talk about that at all? Really? Yeah, and like it, it's. It's so dumb that because people think that, oh, it's just us getting attacked by this. It's like, nah, dude, everybody's getting this thrown at them. It's just that you guys are the egregious ones saying the wild shit. Like, let's do X, Y, and Z at this location that is illegal and incites a riot or, you know, an insurrection in this case. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just mm. people. What I've learned this week, and I hate that we're still talking. I'm still talking about politics. What I learned this week is that nobody really no people that are in power don't truly really know what what the First Amendment is and what it protects and what it doesn't protect. P- 
people don't understand that like private companies are not subject to the First Amendment. They can take whatever they want down whenever they need to, if it, if it, if it deems to be so. And also, nobody really knows what the fuck the Internet is and like Section 230 is. They just keep saying stuff that make it seem bad. Uh, you know the amendments were drawn up back when you know people were going around shouting hear ye hear ye Mm -hmm. and like you know throwing stuff off a horse and carts like if you if you showed one of the founding fathers a mobile phone they'd call you a witch they'd probably try to get you burned at the stake too yeah i mean plus you you really you really taking orders from a bunch of guys with zero drip like really <laughs> no drip having no stees pushback hairlines <laughs> oh dirt in the bag mothball smelling white people oh expired mayo color pieces of well, like exactly George Washington's hairline was in line with his ears don't <laughs> ever try and tell me he should be you know. He should have dominion over what I do. Like, bro, the national anthem doesn't even slap. As Vin Staples said, man. As it's not, Staples it's not said. a banger. It's it's we we need to have a a contest for come mm-hmm. together and have a new national anthem. Like uh, I guess beat making battle. Kenny Beats have him host it on the Switch channel. God damn it. <laughs> Vin, Vin Staples made an album of UK Garrett's and every single one was better than the U.S. national anthem. Exactly. It is not It is not in the top 10 national anthems. Bro, Japan's I, national anthem slaps. I can name three national anthems. Tops. Mexico's national a, anthem slaps. But it's not in the top 10. It's, you know, don't get America, get your game up. Don't, don't talk to me until... You have a proper, a proper song mm. as your national anthem. Also, a moment of silence for Leon letting Musa Dembele go over to to Atletico for loan. I, I don't care, Musa Dembele, wrong wrong side of glass. Don't, <laughs> don't talk to me about him. He's he, he, they, they gassed him. No, I'm gonna get mad about this now. <laughs> because when he when he played for Celtic, they gassed him up because he was scoring against like future tree surgeons and butchers and stuff like that like oh Musa Dembele is the best dude he's scoring against 36 year old you know Oxenberg internationals I'm like bro these guys are almost retired (laughs) I'm I'm getting mad sub sub in a different topic I can't I can't I can't think because with as a club, Rangers are finally coming out of a banter years. Cause, and, and it is, we, we call it a banter years. We're open about that. I'm not going to go back and relive that. I don't want to think about Ford, Rob Keenan or like, you know, some of these guys we had playing for us who would just dog me. I don't... <laughs> I'm traumatized. Don't judge me. I was... The last time I saw my team win a title was when I was 12. <laughs> Damn. Damn, it's been that long. Wow. Mm. Wow. This year. This year. We could win the title in six weeks. In six weeks' time. Y'all just got to pull together and don't let the wheels fall off, COVID or not, I will be drinking. (laughs) I don't care. I'm not going to go in a parade. That's irresponsible. 
irresponsible. Exactly, Although there we're, will, still, there we're will, still in a pan, we're still in a panini press right now. There, there will be people in a, you know, parading in the streets. Everyone knows that. No one's gonna they're gonna they're gonna condemn it, but people won't be deterred. I won't be doing that because I am not stupid. Yeah. But I, I respect it because it's been a long time coming, you know. You know, just parading your backyard, you know, just or or in your front yard or like right in front of your doorstep, but don't go and hang out with everybody, you mm-hmm. know. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, we've reached the end of our time here. Damn. Go ahead and, and plug whatever you want. Talk about yourself for a little bit, you know, where we I'm, can find the mystical meat lad. Go ahead. I'm I'm just mad that we never got to talk about how the Pope owns a copy of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh mm. God, let's no, let's let's not do this. <laughs> let's not do this. <laughs> that's it's it's true, but that's another time, another time. Another time. <laughs> um, you can you can find me wherever uh, at me underscore lad on Twitter. If don't don't follow me. Um, <laughs> Any anywhere else? Search, search. Don't search that. I'm bad at I'm bad at promoting myself. I don't know what. <laughs> you say that, but you have you have a top five Twitter account though. So yeah, top five worst Twitter account. What are you talking about? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you know where to find them. Uh, meet underscore lad on Twitter, aka Future Sheriff Bayless, aka <laughs> Officer Donnie, aka. <laughs> I promise this year I'm going to stop promoting my writing more because everything else I post is garbage. <laughs> please do. Please promote your writing more. And on that note, thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. See y'all soon. All right. That's it for this week's episode of Everyone Turns Left During Rush Hour. Once again, I want to thank my guest, Mila, for coming by and staying up late and chat with me. Um, again, guys, you check us out. Check out his stuff, Twitter, his writing, everything is fantastic. His links will be down below. Uh, other than that, you guys take it easy, and we'll catch you guys next week. That's right, weekly. We have enough content to where we are weekly as of right now. Don't know how long it's gonna last, but hey, love y'all. Appreciate you. Y'all take it easy. Be good. <laughs>